STC pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment either real or imagined even if they wanted it now get ready and hit start to continue Why, I think you're wonderful, B.B., but I don't think your Uncle Harry would approve. Him? He thinks I'm still a virgin. Yes, well, you get your clothes on, and I'll buy you an ice cream. When you were young and your heart was an open book You used to say, live and let live This ever-changing world in which we live in Makes you give in and cry Say live and let die Live and let die My name's Bob James Bob I'm now aiming precisely at your groin. So speak over a bubble of your piece. You missed, Mr. Bond. Did I? I must say you become more beautiful every day. I am over here. Oh, of course you are. The lady will have a Bacardi on the rocks. For the gentleman, vodka martini, shaken, not stirred. I'm looking for Dr. Goodhead. You just found her. You used to say, live and let live. If this ever-changing world in which we live in makes you give in and cry, say live and let die. You do know what the Queen of Cups means in an upside-down position? A deceitful, perverse woman, a liar, a cheat, and I'd like some answers now. Please, ah. Uh, you don't understand, sir. They'll kill me if I do. And I'll kill you if you don't. Oh, you're hurting my arm. I'll break it unless you tell me where those bullets go. No, I can't. Try. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. That's putting it mildly, 007. Boom, we're live. Why'd you dig that out? Because, uh... Some other person and started copying us. I think I don't think you came up with that. I'm not going to name names, but uh, it has been that. copyrighted. By I us. don't think you own that. Not in the least. Well, you stand up for me for once. All right, welcome to the next edition of uh, STD Pod, uh, episode number one three four. I'm Joe. You can follow me on Twitter at AC Decepticon. Yeah. Okay. We're going to go... Uh, you're Bill. You're going scriptless on this intro here? You can follow Bill on Twitter at STCPod. If you like, you can check out our YouTube channel under the search uh, Start to Continue. Search? Just go to our channel at uh, youtube.com slash start to continue. Yep. Wouldn't that work? Sure. I had actually pulled up the wrong doc and I almost said uh, Transformers and Beer. Yeah, you know. How different really is it? How dare you? 
Well, I, what are we going to do this episode? Should give them a rundown on what to, what to expect? Yeah, man. You As you, you know, fade the audio, the music bed in and out? Mm, that's not how we roll. Why do you... Why? Don't worry about it. Why? No. Why are you so concerned well, I just want, with the meager production value of uh, TMB? I didn't bring up TMB. Why are you talking about it? I know that's what you're talking no, about. No, wasn't. Yeah, that's, I, you, you've brought it up numerous times to me. And it's, uh, I don't get it. Those are two different shows. It doesn't matter what goes on in that universe compared to this universe. I don't know why you're bringing it up. You obviously must have been thinking about it. Because people need to know that I'm verbally abused by you on a continual basis. So this is what we're going to be talking about today? (laughs) You being abused. We'll uh, get get into some howdy-do's and uh, some yard sale stories. Going to talk about what we're watching nowadays. Is there anything groundbreaking we're going to get into? Anything in your notes there that are going to be important? No? Uh, yeah, a couple things. All right. Well, I want to start off right away with uh, there was sad news this week. <laughs> no? No comment already on you? So one of my cinematic heroes passed away, Sir Roger Moore, the only James Bond there is, passed away. Um, any thoughts? Mm, well, you know how I feel about him and uh, his movies that he made. Uh, not one of my favorites. I, I honestly, uh, I don't. I don't know how you can say that. You, being of a certain age, we certainly came up with Roger Moore as our James Bond. So how can you not automatically put him number one? I tell you, because I liked them back then, and now yeah. that I've grown up and matured, matured and seen really, and seen uh, Daniel Craig. Oh yeah, play poker. Or do Super Mario that's jumps what the, that's, from building That's building. what a James Bond should look like. Not this toothpick guy walking around. No. Well, as these Daniel Craig movies have come along, they're allowing a little bit of what happened in the older movies to come through a little bit, and it is helping his movies quite a bit. Adding a little bit of humor, a little bit of gadgetry, uh, to always offset been all this uh, dark and brooding. Yes, that's what we want. Put Timothy no. Nolan in charge of these Bond movies. Oh, my. Timothy Nolan. I don't even, who? Christopher Nolan. <laughs> I call him Timothy because that's <laughs> I know him better than you. Okay. No. Look, yeah. you're throwing me off course. Anyway, here go on about this guy because these we don't want Bond that has zero humor and no. Uh, relief to it you know you want adventure you want to be entertained you want to see different parts of the world and that those are all the things that uh don't the forget, roger moore and don't James forget Bond. cheesiness cheese factor of 11 well out of um, 10 okay when i was when i was a gaffer right i remember uh if i had to stay home because i was sick or something from school uh which was pretty rare let me tell you i had to pass like there had to be three qualifications to stay home sick from school Uh, i think the first one was if you were dead you got to stay home uh fever fever will get you stay home but that usually you need to have that in concert with the next qualification which was throwing up you're throwing up you automatically got to pass got to stay home so anyways uh if i were to stay home i do believe the, per- the parents would uh, grab a couple of rental movies for me if I was to be home all day. And uh, it was usually a James Bond movie or, uh, and this is going back, do you remember those Benji movies? The dog, Benji? I saw actually saw a Benji movie in the theater. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> I there's did. the Joe t-shirt. True story. I saw this in the theater. It's the one where there's a, no bear, there's a bear in it and he's in the mountains. No one saw Benji in the theater. Yeah, I saw Benji in the theater. Benji was a scrappy little, what was it, a spaniel? Or, they made, they made no. like it was a mutt. It had to be a mutt. And it was a very common dog. It wasn't a spaniel. I think Anyways. it was. I think it was. Well, no, it was a cocker, wrong. cocker spaniel. Well, you know what? Yeah. Siri, what kind of dog was Benji? 
Here's what I found on the web for what kind of dog was Benji. Mm, that's pretty good. Benji Superstar Acting Dog. Yeah. Yeah, uh, hold on. No, no. Hold on. Okay, Google. He's a mixed breed. Uh, what kind of dog was Benji? Oh, got your mixed breed business in here. Can't hear you, shit, Samsung. I have it turned down because we're doing a record. Schnauzer. Uh, so the, uh, schnauzer. what she said was miniature poodle, cocker spaniel, spaniel, and schnauzer. A mix of those. Well, three. according to Benji's creator Joe Camp, the current Benji displays characteristics indicating she has some Tibetan terrier and some spaniel in her lineage. Well, that's exactly what I said. No, you didn't say terrier. No, there is no terrier. Yeah. Animal well, trainer. I guess the owner's wrong. Well, the animal I'm, trainer, Frank Inn, found the famous canine at the Burbank Animal Shelter as a puppy. Uh, yep. Mixed breed dog. The current Benji was adopted Border from terrier. the Humane Society of Southern Mississippi. <laughs> Anyways, mine read it to me. Your phone brought yeah. up a bunch of lists that you have to comb through. Well, your phone talked like how a chick talks in Barry, and mine talk like a sophisticated English broad. Anywho, so that that's my uh, introduction to James Bond, was staying home on those sick days and getting to watch Bond movies all day. And it invariably was the Roger Moore Bond movies. And I was a kid, so that's going to be my James Bond. Good for you. And, uh, you know, could only discover Sean Connery after the fact. I discovered Connery before. <sighs> before? Yeah. So when you were two, you were walking down the streets to your theater going, No, I never Connery saw Sean Connery. I never said I saw Sean Connery in the theater. I saw Sean Connery probably before I saw my first Roger Moore Bond. When you were three. Or are you going to admit how remember. old you are? I don't remember. So you're 50 now. Yeah, I'm 58. What what year did uh, Roger Moore no idea. get into the franchise? And I don't care. 73. Who cares? How old were you in 73? Dude, when I started watching Bond movies, uh, all the Connery ones have been out already. Really? Is that how that works? Yes. <laughs> yes. So that's why I was able to see it. What's so difficult about that? Anyway, no one gives a shit about Roger Moore. Yeah, so. actually, many people do. No. Why are you upset? Because you just ate less than an hour ago. You should be very happy. Yeah, we're right going now. on about some passing fuck who you care about. <laughs> yeah, and he, he gets to go in the thumbnail of the uh, of the episode, so it's a win-win. Anyway, I'm writing my notes arguing about Benji. I just spell Benji now. So yeah, uh, any favorite Roger Moore films? Uh, what's your favorite? I like the one with the uh, the voodoo people. Me too, man. Live and let die. Yeah. Of course, uh, brought Paul McCartney in to do the do the main song and uh, and wings. Everybody likes uh, Octopussy. Me too, man. I think when I was a kid, Octopussy was my favorite, but nowadays it's Live and Let Die. Although Octopussy is great, the whole jungle and uh, tell me what. Sorry, uh, I didn't get that. Show me a list of Roger Moore, James Bond movies. I don't see any Roger Moore and James movies matching James Bond. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, she wouldn't. Show me a list of Roger Moore's James Bond movies. You just ask me and I can Sorry, tell you. I don't see any Roger movies matching Moore's James Bond. Show me Roger Moore's movies. I couldn't find any Roger Mills movies. <laughs> what is with this movie? Why do they even put that on phone? I don't think there's a, a reception in this room. Man, Apple is the greatest. Show show caught your greatest. Hey. Uh, mine caught show your Roger mouth Moore too, movies. It still worked. I found quite a number of Roger Moore movies. Hmm. Oh, that's not right, because he wasn't in the movie Boat Trip. He was in Boat Trip. With Cuba Gooding? <laughs> Cuba Gooding? Yes. Yeah. And he was, uh, they said he was the only bright spot of that terrible, terrible movie. Uh, what's another one? He's in A View to Kill, <clears throat> A View to a Kill, but that was with uh, Grace Jones and... Uh, Chris Walken. Chris, yeah. And that was pretty horrible. Even though I liked it as a kid, though. 
Yeah, it was probably the not the not the best one. You know, Moonraker gets a lot of uh, a lot of flack too, but it's a really good movie up until they go up to space, and that's that. I can't believe I said that when they go up to space. The rest of it is pretty rock solid. I'm trying to think of other ones that had. Um, uh, what's his face? The, uh, Man uh, with the Golden Gun was great. Christopher the, Lee. The one with. Uh, the, the Iron Jaw. What's his name again? Yeah, it's. What do you think his name is? The guy with the Iron Jaw? What was his name? He had like a really big jaw. He was. He was like all silvery jaw. Yeah, I know. What's his name again? I can't remember. I don't know. Something about. He had a big jaw. What was his, what was his name with the jaw? I don't know. Jaws? Jaws. What a what a what a maroon! I found some movies matching Jaws. Jaws. Anyway, of Show course. Show me Roger Moore's movies. Of course, Jaws was a great uh, villain to go up against Roger. She's Moore. still recording your. Sorry. Yeah, put the here. You're done. You're done with the phone. No, that's half like the fun. Like a little four-year-old. That's half the, the phone fun. Away. Oh shit! <laughs> of course, Jaws showed up in a couple couple of Roger Moore. Bond films, so that was cool. Uh, yeah, can you can you put keep, the phone? It's like being with my thirteen-year-old daughter on her phone keep, all day. Keep talking. No, we're supposed to be having a conversation. Hello, hello. We're trying to eat supper. Can you put the phone away? No phone at the table, Joe. No, Daddy. Jesus Christ! This is uh, what this show is de denigrated into. Degenerated. Spy Who Loved Me. Okay, let's just rhyme off titles. I liked For Your Eyes Only. For your eyes only. And only for Bill. So, of course, uh, after Roger Moore uh, retired from bonding, it went to Timothy Dalton. What did you think of that time? I liked him because he was really serious. At the time, you liked him. Um, I liked the, his first movie. I that was that was the one with the drug lord. I think at the time I was horrified by Timothy and Dalton then, coming in, but definitely grew to respect his performance later in life. You were horrified because he was a serious one. It was just a, another. Well, they a how, completely different. Yeah, take but they realized on, how goofy the Roger Moore ones were getting. Like. Yeah. They were utterly ridiculous by the end. Yeah, I think Mantha Golden Gun, Octopussy, For Your Eyes Only, and Live and Let Die. Live and Let Die, man. Those the boat chase scenes through the through the bayou where the boats are doing the jumps. What was the spy who loved me? Is that one good? And of course you got to see uh the what was the sheriff's name? Sheriff uh, uh Pepper. Yeah, he was funny. It was great. He had some great lines, man. Great lines and uh, great pre-sequent, uh, pre-credit sequences on uh, on those ones too. Octopussy was—he uh, got in that mini jet, didn't he? Did some barnstorming. That was the pre-credit sequence mm -hmm. for that one. I can't remember. Uh, we just saw that other Bond movie that had. Uh, Pierce Brosnan's, and we both agreed that the intro to that one was good. Um, the one where uh, Halle Berry's in it. That's a, a total mess of a movie. But, no, but uh, I'm talking about that intro before the credits. Yeah, it was okay. He's there. He shows up at some arm. Is that the one where he's at some arms party somewhere up in the mountains? Well, he's at the... Uh, oh, no, that's the South Korea one, South right? Korea military yeah, base yeah, yeah. there. He gets captured as a hostage for six yeah. months. Yeah, because we got to see him, like, uh, the government sacrifices him away kind of thing. It looked like it was going to get serious, and then that whole movie just... Well, it had Halle Berry in it. She's a movie killer. True. Although, like I said to you, at that point in Pierce Brosnan Bond career, I thought he finally, like, physically and the way he carried himself finally fit into the role of how I feel Bond should be. The right maturity, the right age, 
the right stature. Uh, and that's, of course, when he got taken out of it. I would have loved to have seen him get one more after that, see what he could do with it. Instead, they uh, moved on to Daniel Craig, and he did a bunch of Super Mario jumps on building girders you have to admit, all over the he place. Is, that casino, and, no, you have to admit, that Casino Royale movie completely no. saved and revitalized the franchise. No, any, no. no it, they couldn't have put anything else in that would have done better. Any, they, the franchise was dying and dead in the water. No, any fact. reboot. No, it's any a fact. Any Bond reboot is bankable. It's a fact. Any Bond reboot no. would have made, made money. And, I, you know, that's fine. Daniel he, Craig is great and any, all that. It just needed a, a couple rewrites. Any Bond movie. Because you don't do a Bond movie and have a climax with a Texas Hold'em game. That is ridiculous. No. That but, is ridiculous. No, it's not. It and you don't have him doing just, Super Mario jumps around uh, construction Just because sites. he was parquet jumping or yeah. whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that it, and it didn't end in a, uh, the card game was not the climax of the movie. It completely went on for another, I forget how long, but there was a whole chase after that. And then he goes, that movie was like he thought it was getting close to the end and then something else would go on and it would take on, t- like he goes, ends up going to uh, Venice mm-hmm. and they do that whole scene there. And yeah. he, he leaves like the uh, MI6 and uh, it's, yeah. just, it's like one thing after another. You think the movie's over, but it, just, it goes on for another 20 minutes with a whole nother story. Yeah. Which is great. Proving that the card scene, card game, was not the climax, and the fact that it was in there was totally part of what the Bond franchise was like back in the day. Yes, I, I would have been fine with it if it wasn't Texas freaking Hold'em, what did it have where to they be? had to dumb it down to all the dummies out there who couldn't follow a Baccarat game. Yeah, well, they're not going to play Baccarat. Actually, that's what they did. That's what you would do if you went to Monte Carlo. And yes, that would be one stakes. of the games they played there. Yeah, you wouldn't be doing Texas Hold'em. Could they have had such a high-stakes game if they played a game of freaking Baccarat? No. I don't know how it plays, but I imagine... No, they they couldn't have. I'm sure they could have. I'm sure they could have. No, they they could not have. They could have lined up a bunch of slot machines and had had it be more believable than all of these uh, world uh, killers getting together for a game of Texas There's no world killers. There was only one killer in the entire group. Ridiculous. The other guys are just a bunch of rich guys. I'm a a billionaire, and I'm going to set aside some free time to go play some Texas Hold'em. Uh, 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 well, if you're billionaire, no. you can do whatever you want. I don't think so. They're going to be a little bit more refined than that. No, they're not. They got money to blow. Anyways, then we moved, We watched uh, the Quantum of Silence one after that. Horrible. Which uh, horrible, I, horrible. I haven't seen very much of, but so it was kind of a memory refresher. Again, he did more stupid parkouring, which is just ridiculous. No, uh, Roger Moore could not have done any of that. He didn't need to. He used his brain uh, and his and charm and his wits well, to figure things Daniel out. Daniel Craig is using his wits and his, and his brains in all these scenes that he does. How is he not using any of those? Well, apparently not. He apparently is. All you got to do is jump from building no. to building to You can't just jump out. around like Hubert. Roger... <laughs> Roger Moore would look at the building and go, there's no way I'm doing that. That's, that's way ridiculous. too much work. I'll wait for the guy to leave the building and exactly. then I'll get him. No. Exactly. Well, that's an exciting movie, isn't it? So. And then uh, me and me and Kevin Barrett on Mars were chatting on Twitter about uh, about the next two, which were, uh, uh, what was the one before Spectre called? Uh Quantum of Solace uh, was the second one, right? Yeah. And then it went to... Um, what the hell was that called? Something... Blackmire or... No. Oh, the... Um, uh, Bond, Stupid Birthplace. <laughs> and that's where the, the franchise started to take a turn and go back to a more traditional take on James Bond, bringing back... 
the, the, the cars and the gadgets and uh, just sprinkling in the humor just a little bit to bring us back, bringing more adventure okay, to the movie. I found this on the web for the franchise started to take a turn and go back to a more <laughs> traditional take on James Bond, bring back the cars and gadgets. That's right. Can you just... That's right. And of course... Oh, why do I bother? Man? No, don't. Back. Use your fingers and type. It's no fun. Uh, you know, and that movie was... Uh, these movies they get to a point where they hit the halfway mark and just go completely off the rails and uh, you know the climax of that movie is Bond lures the bad guys to the place he grew up in and tries to take them all on by himself Skyfall Skyfall which is it was an accident uh, just ridiculous no because it brought you it was a ridiculous it gave you a piece of uh it, it brought you back into a piece of, of uh, Bond's childhood. You know, I a love bit of his seeing history. that. I love seeing that, and every you know that was great. But it just as a strategic thing, it made no sense. So that kind of pulled me out of the movie automatically. And then the the movie after that, Spectre, where we're all hinted at, we're going to get uh, to see the the big bad who's been hinted at since Craig took the role. So we're talking like. Three and a half movies. They've hinted at this, this dark uh, society somewhere, and uh, the movie starts with one of the greatest pre-credit sequences in a long friggin' time. It was just amazing, and I think I was seduced by the helicopter scene because that helicopter was crazy. Um, and then they slow play it, man, for the Blofeld reveal, right? Because they had to. You know, you just see him from the shadows. Yeah, and that was and fine. That whole meeting in that old wherever they were with the giant boardroom table, and he is so powerful, he can't even like reach forward to pull the mic towards him. He gets one of his servants to pull the mic towards him. It's just slow played so well. It's just like like candy on the tip of your tongue in anticipation, seeing him and wondering what he's going to say for the first time. I thought that was done just so great. And then that movie goes completely off the rails. Right? Suddenly Blofeld becomes this uh, this uh, comic book clown, almost. Although the train sequence was great. It was, it's always good when you get a train in a Bond film. I just wish they would keep one of the major bad guys around for longer than one movie. Like, Blofeld should have been, you know, not killed in this one and, and somehow showed up later on, right? Well, he didn't get killed, did he? Yeah. I thought, did he? Yep. Well, when? I don't think so. I don't remember. Well, I don't think he did. He got killed. I don't think so. He survived a helicopter crash. I think they took him into custody, so I think he'll be around. I just wish they'd use that. No, are you... He got shot on the bridge. Uh, oh, yeah, maybe you're right. No, I, I am. No, mm, I no. don't think they confirmed a death though. Then who shot him on the bridge? I don't, know. I don't even remember. M, Bond's new guy. Oh, what's his face? Yeah, the. Uh, mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I know who you're talking about. What's his face. Okay. Well, I don't think they showed him dead, though. It, they it, didn't. They didn't have to because they're. It would be wrong, like you said, for them to kill that major bad guy. It would be great to have him around for a while. But and then they can't. They came up with some ridiculous storyline how him and Bond grew up together, just like Doctor Evil and uh, Austin Powers did. <laughs> I thought that was crazy. This, oh, yeah, well, Bond was adopted. How the straight movie was, actually... Not adopted, but taken in by this Dutch family or the whatever. The straight movie actually copied the, sa- the satire. It was it was ridiculous. I don't know why they went that way. It was it was to add motivation to Blofeld, but it was ridiculous. Made no sense. Anyways, this was a Roger Moore tribute, for Christ's sakes. Go back and check out the Roger Moore films. Um, and then watch Daniel Craig movies. And then go back and watch more Roger Moore films. And then finish it off with Casino Royale. And then your your palette will be satisfied. Um, 
I haven't uh, read it yet, but I, I'm, it's definitely going on my list. I'm going to check out Roger Moore's autobiography, which is, uh, what's that called? No. Uh, my something is my bond. My word is my bond. And uh, it is in audiobook format, and Roger Moore is reading it to you. So I'm going to check that out. Excellent. That's enough bond talk. Yeah, that's how we butcher those Bond movies. Oof. Wow. Everything's a fight with you. No, I just don't want to talk about these you. memoriams. Memoriams? Yes. You don't everybody, think it, you everybody don't dies and you gotta go on a freaking diatribe. Well, if they it. meant something to me and I didn't I didn't really do it with the last bunch of big deaths I like think, Don Rickles yeah. and Well you know, when someone dies that I cared about as a kid, I don't go on about it, though. Because you care about nothing, even though you went and saw everybody in the theater and went to their concerts, every one of them. It's like, yeah, I'm sad, but I'm not going to... Maybe you should start uh, uh, start feeling things. No, that way you can be... You just push it down deep inside, and that's it. You move on. Well, uh, I already called you a psychopath uh, once tonight. I know. That so. was very nice of you. Thank you. <laughs> It just this all this is my partner just called, more traits. called me a psychopath. No, I said you had traits. Traits. You had certain traits. Uh. You were exhibiting traits of uh, of uh, what's the word? Psychopathy. That's not it. Yeah, that is it. No, it's not. That is. That's not it. All right, you got something else, or you want me to go? Still? Go ahead, man. Yeah, I wouldn't want you to. Uh, Oh, I basically took care of the entire last show. Oh, the last show? <laughs> the last show that I did the uh, TV rundown of cancellations. Yeah, I just read it off, and then I gave the funny parts. Oh, you gave the funny parts. Uh, still look forward. We will run down the fall lineup at some point now that the uh, all the upfronts are done. Right? we got to watch those. Um... So yard sailing started up. Did you? Hide well, for in your you, house? I haven't gone out yet, but you've been hiding. You won't go out. Uh, just kind of lazy about it. I had. It was the Friday. We were off the entire weekend, so I was driving around Friday doing errands, and I saw somebody setting up a yard sale for the next day. And I drove by. And went, oh, that looks like there's a yard sale starting right there. I slowly drive by, and you can tell they're just setting stuff up. There was like a U-Haul truck they were taking stuff out of. Like, oh, I don't know if I should bother them. This is weird. And I drove by. I did. Ah, let's take another look. Did a U-turn and scoped it out a second time. And I don't know. There's no one else really going up to them because it's very obvious they're not going yet. And I could see the yard sale sign now, and it said Saturday. This is still Friday. And uh, so I literally have to go back the other way. So I did another U-turn. And as I'm slowly going, I'm like, mm, screw it. I can't help it. I got to stop. Pulled over. I walked up to him. I'm like, uh, oh, I'm just seeing your sign now. It says Saturday. Is it uh, too late to have a little looky look uh, too early? They're like, no, no, come take a look. It's a fine. Oh, thanks, a little free preview. I was like, yeah, come on, let's take a look. There's nothing out there of my interest. So I asked the, uh, you know, the, the big question you need to ask, do you have any video games? And this guy actually said, you know what, as a matter of fact, I do. I have all my old stuff still in the house, um, and that's got to go. And, uh, you know, as a matter of fact, they're in boxes and stuff. We're like talking the old Nintendo stuff all in boxes I'm like mm, I guess I could take a look at that you know we'll see what that's all about I was getting excited let me tell you I was bubbling up inside I'm like is this the time I get to tell that story that I stumble upon the treasure trove of goods and walk out of there with boxed systems and games and he takes me down there and sure enough he has a boxed uh, regular NES Nintendo system. Uh, you know, the smaller box it was the control deck, it was called. It didn't have the zapper. 
the Nintendo control um, deck. You mean the basic set? Yeah, but I think it was said right on the box, control deck, didn't it? Well, one there's also one that said basic set on it. Really? Yes, because I have that one. Mm, of course. So it's the one without the zapper, just the system, two controllers, and uh, cabling and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Why is this the first I'm hearing of the story? So I grabbed the box, and you could tell it's a little bit crinkly, like it's been damp. So I'm like, oh, you know, it's got some waves in it, but it still looks fine. It just feels, you know, the brittleness those old boxes get when they're wet. So I take it out, all the styrofoam's there, and the system and controllers are there. They're all really dirty, but they're all in the styrofoam and everything. And I take out the, there's still a couple of the booklets in there. And I mean, this thing was so wet, the booklets now, after all these years, they were hard as ceramic. Like, if you banged it up against the wall, it would just shatter. That must have been through, uh, you must have had some kind of flooding. Oh. Uh, the only way that could have I don't know, but both booklets were, like, that, in that kind of condition. And, uh, I just pushed it all back. And he had some N64 games in boxes, but they were all sports games. And nothing that drew my attention. And he had an N64, too, but I don't need another one of those. But I do. Gravy Train is long ended, my friend. And the fact that you have even sports games as shitty as they are, if you get them boxed, why would you not take mm, those? It wasn't worth my, wasn't well, the juice. Well, what was he asking? Squeeze. I didn't even. We had, I had a nice conversation with him, and I, he said he had. I don't know what this is even worth. I looked it up just quickly, and I'm not sure, but I know some of it's worth some. So I gave him my honest opinion on uh, the condition of the box and all that. But, you know, he still had the system and everything, so that's something. But uh, the price he was looking at, and take into consideration, this is the day before his sale. So he was in around the $120 mark for that system. So I'm like, you know what? I, I have no doubt, you know, maybe you could... Maybe you could get someone who's really interested in that box to give you that, but it, I, I'm not even going to make an offer on it for you. We're just too far apart, but I really appreciate you showing me this. Uh, thanks so much, and good luck with your sale and all that. And uh, I took off, and as I was leaving, he brought all the stuff back up. And this is the Friday, the day before the sale, and he puts the Nintendo box and the other boxes on the grass. So before I get to my car, I'm just looking at it, and I stopped. I went, hey, uh, good luck with your sale there, but uh, you're breaking my heart here. Can you just take those off the grass? They're already really wet. Just please put them somewhere else. Oh, yeah, yeah I think you're right. Uh, this, yeah, there might still be some moisture in the grass. So he picked them up and put them on the bin, and I drove away. But I thought that was it, man. I thought that was... I was going to get the treasure trove. Yeah. Well, it just proves that you got to stop and ask, right? Yeah. And, uh... It's too bad his prices were... That's the trouble, right? They, they look it up. And they see all these crazy prices that people are paying for them. And, you know, don't take into regard the condition that their system is in or whatever. And, and assume that they can, you know, like you said, get 120 or even 100 for basically a waterlogged box mm-hmm. uh, destroyed instructions and I'm sure that system's probably got some kind of water in or rust as well right something it would have yeah. to uh, something like I mean that box would be on a table at one of the game swaps we attend it would have that price it would have a over $100 price tag on it so I just told Matt in a yard sale situation you know that's it's not something I'm gonna go for, or probably a lot of people at that price. But good luck to you. And then I had one other. I had a Kijiji buy. I didn't tell you about. No, maybe I did. Where I was replacing an office chair I had in the basement. I had this terrible, terrible office chair that I had gotten like years ago. I think. Uh, the custodian at a TV station I worked at three TV stations ago gave me this thing. 
crappy, stained with coffee that I'd just been getting by with. And I noticed on the LetGo app, this guy was selling these high back leather office chairs, like uh, captain's chairs on wheels kind of thing. And he just wanted like 20 bucks each for it. So I replied to that guy and I went to check out his chairs. And uh, well, when I got there, they had been, you can't, you can't see it in the picture, but the leather was very warm. No, it wasn't. It was kind of worn. It was more the arms. The arms had that foam, foam arms, and there was big chunks taken out of the arms. And I knew that would drive me crazy. And he had said he pulled those chairs out of his, uh, he works in a, uh, well, I can say it, hydro. So he works in a control room at hydro. He's like, yeah, these are our chairs in the control room. So I brought them home. I'm like, ah, that's just not, I'm not feeling it for these anymore. I, I apologize for wasting your time. He's like, well, hold on. I got one more chair I didn't even list yet. And as I'm still looking at the leather chairs, I hear these chairs. Sound effects. Uh, come through the hallway and I look over and it's this like crazy office chair like we have Some fairly expensive office chairs here at work, right? Like the the bosses always tell us you be careful with those chairs They're like $800 chairs. Yeah, so they tell us so they tell us right This is that same kind of chair by steel case except where our chairs is all plastic and resin Like everywhere the wheels and the mm -hmm. back and all that this is all metal it's all metal chair with the nice fabric and uh, you know it's got more options on it than a Lincoln he's like well, there's this one I'm like yeah you know this is more suitable to my back issues and all the controls and everything oh, how much how much would this one be then $20 I'll take it thank you very much yeah hey I looked this chair up it's not something you just buy at Staples, right? You have to be like an office manager to order these kind of chairs. $900 chairs. Between nine and 1200 bucks this chair. So that was my big, that was my big score. I know it's only an office chair. It's not very exciting, but that was my big score. I think you should sell it. That's what I told you when you first told me that story. It's too, I'm allowed to have a little bit of luxury you can have, you can sell it, buy yourself a $200 chair, which is still pretty luxurious, and have some spending cash for, uh... It's true, but, you know, this chair is going to last forever. It feels so solid, and you're Yeah, so, but you're not going to last forever, so who cares? You just feel confident in it. It's just great. It's well over my pay grade, so oh. it's, I'm going to treat myself to this chair. All right. However, to go on with the story, he's had a lot of stuff. He's like, anything in this basement is for sale. I got some furniture over here, a coffee table, mirror. Uh, anything, see anything that you, I'm like, no, but I do collect video games. You got any of that stuff? He's like, you know what? I do over here in the basement. Come with me. So again, my mind starts worrying that uh, this could be one of those one of those stories, you know, that you hear where someone stumbles upon a great lost treasure trove of video games and systems. Uh, so he lets me in. Turns out it was only a PS... It was a PS1. Uh, just a regular one. He didn't say it was modded or anything. It was just stock. And he had some PS1 games. Uh, I grabbed two of them. Gave him five bucks for him. I didn't, uh, the one was a Duke Nukem game, and the other one was something I'd never seen before, some kind of alien, alien invasion kind of game, but it had some cool graphics on the cover, so that's the only reason why I picked that up. And, uh, and that was it, so that was kind of a bust. But it was exciting for half a second before I walked into the room. And then I ended up selling those games to you, so that all worked yeah, out. Yeah, I just put them on my shelf actually last night. I did throw the Duke Nukem game in to give that a try because I loved Duke Nukem back in the day on the PC, but on the uh, PlayStation controls, no likey. No likey. The, you got to use the shoulder buttons to strafe. You know what I mean? Well, Do you yeah. know what strafing I'd, is? I don't have a problem with uh, using the shoulder buttons. Do you? Yes. Well, it's certainly not the way to control somebody. Well, it's kind of designed that way. 
No, it's designed for a keyboard and a mouse, or a second analog stick would help. Well, us true gamers don't have any problems uh, porting games over to different systems and playing them on, on those devices. Well, at least I played it. It's just going on your shelf it's just for to some be, reason. It's just to be looked at. So that's it. There's my... Uh, well, of course, I can get into how I... Uh, how I found another Wii U at a yard sale, if you watch our pickup videos on uh, youtube.com slash start to continue. Uh, just watch the video. Check out the video. I can tell you that, well, I'm sorry, is it not exciting enough for you at this point? Well, can I talk about some shit? I will. What is this, a video game podcast? I yeah. I will update the folks that the Wii U does work uh, quite well. However, one of the games that came with it, Remember, I got two copies of the Nintendo Land. One of the copies doesn't work. You get an invalid disc on it, which is apparently a known thing with Nintendo Land. Apparently, one batch of them, they all do that. So, luckily, I got two copies. One works and one doesn't. Mm. And it's interesting. Remember, I was showing you the two cases. One was the really flimsy recycle case. Yep. And the other one was a real good case. So... Yeah. I can't remember because I switched out. Hmm. I switched out uh, the recycle one for the guy. I was doing some switching around to get the best of both worlds, so I can't remember which the invalid disc came in, the recycle box or the good box. I can't remember. Anyways. Well, that's cool. It's, uh, I'm just going to live vicariously through you through this uh, garage sale season. Yes, you tend to have better luck at finding stuff than I do, and I'm just too lazy about it, so... Yeah, I go out. Well, I got two kids, and I can't go out with them. We've been over this. Uh, <laughs> you know that. Speaking of uh, idols, childhood idols that have passed, uh, this one's passed a long time ago, but for me, it was uh, one of them was Jim Henson, and I don't know if you've heard, but recently they just announced that uh, Jim Henson and Netflix, they're going to be doing a Dark Crystal Age of Resistance show. Show? Movie? I don't Special? know. I don't I'm know. I'm asking you. Something. You seem to know. I don't know. I just saw the trailer for it. But they're going back to, um, again, the old style of how they did it with all the puppetry and all that, right? Yeah. I, I'm not excited about well, that at all. I'm excited about it. I'm not. I know that's, there's I a, lot that's of, overrated, a lot of Dark Crystal fans out there. Uh, I think it's overrated. A lot of Jim Henson fans. I, you know, I love Jim Henson work, but I don't, the Dark Crystal didn't do it for me. It was very... I didn't see it as a kid, though, so I don't have that well, nostalgia. I saw it as a kid. and You went to the theater? No, I rented it. What? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm you, pretty sure I rented I'm, it. I remember I'm, being really scared by it, though. I'm sure you went to the theater. Really scared by it. And I don't think I fully understood what the whole meaning was behind it. But uh, obviously I've seen it since. What, anyway. is, what is the whole meaning behind it? I don't know. I can't remember now. But, but you've seen it recently, haven't you? No. As an adult? No. I haven't seen it like in the last, within the last 10 years. So you still don't know what the meaning is behind it all? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's about uh, good and evil. There you go. Mm. Uh, I like to, uh, oh yeah, thanks to everybody for all the comments and PMs I received about how to calculate percentages. Mm. Apparently, uh, P2 and Rocket Sauce and Rhino Vision were uh, going crazy listening to the show and shouting out as I was trying to figure it out. No help. No help with you, though. You just let me there float in the water, mm, sink in the water. I tried, but what? you wanted to try and work it out on your own. I figured it out, didn't I? Yeah, you figured it out, all right. It all works. Um, what what day is the show supposed to be out? Thursday night. No, no. What day is the show supposed to be out? Well, we a new show is guaranteed every Friday. There you go. But it comes out Thursday I, I night. I don't need to be harassed. <laughs> if the show's not out by like 4 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday. I think people are aware that if the show's not out by a certain time Thursday night, that means you forgot about it. No, so it doesn't. So they're just reminding you. No, no. Because for some reason, when we release Friday morning, it's a big fiasco. On I iTunes. don't release Friday morning. I, 
I do release, I try to release very late Thursday night. Really? You yeah. try it? That's what you want? Then why do you hassle me during the day sometimes on Thursdays? I'm putting this out now. It's 10 in the morning on Thursday. Well, that's probably just out of laziness because something else is going on and I got to put out another show at the same time too. Hmm. Yeah, big star. Oh, says the guy who's been on how many recent other shows? Uh, listen, I want to fill you in. It's since all, uh, you've, uh, secret, secret, hush, hush. Since, since you have some reason turned your back on the forums, I will fill you in that there no, is a... I have not turned my back. There is another grassroots movement developing again. This is like, it comes in waves like, like the ocean. It piles in and then pulls back and fires up again and pulls back. Uh, hashtag keep Joe alive is growing again in the STC I'm, pod forms. I'm still here. So people are banding together. They understand the frustration um, or they are frustrated by hearing about all of your medical appointments about everything from throat to neck to eyes to uh, nose, well, none of it's made up. To though. your back, to your balls, uh, but you won't do a sleep clinic, which is it, it, just amazing. You will see them for absolutely everything. You well you, because the other ones are aches and pains or important medical conditions that need to be resolved. You don't have to have someone uh, feel up your balls if you go for a sleep clinic. And that, that, that was way worse, right? Way worse. Uh, well, yeah, because it was... Well, the first time it was done in the hallway at the hospital. What was? The ball feeling. <laughs> what? Because yeah, I had a little bump on my ball. So you ran to the hospital because you had a little bump on your ball? Like a mosquito bite? No, it was on or the... Or was that your second ball? No, it was on the inside. Like you know when you when like an you, ingrown hair. No, no, no. It's not on the outside. It's like deeper. <laughs> so it's actually like on your ball. You know, if you if you if you if you hold your your ball like an egg, <laughs> and then you you, you rub it. Uh, you know, you twist your. I wish you guys could see what I'm doing here. You take your. Um, so you take your ball and then you sort of like you're pressing on it, but rubbing your fingers around it. And there was like a little bump on the inside, right? So I got worried or something. I don't know. Uh, this was like 10 years ago or something like that. So I got worried. And uh, so I went to the hospital. Yeah, I'm not sure why, just to uh, have, have it checked out. And um, uh, when they saw me, they just brought me into the hallway and uh, just closed a little curtain around me. And the guy was checking me right there in the hallway. Yeah. Let me drop my pants and that was it. Well, I agree with that. You got to get that checked. That sounds questionable. He said it was nothing. How do you know? I don't know. The doctor? It's still there and it hasn't grown bigger and I'm not dead yet and I, I still have two balls. <laughs> yeah. So they haven't had to chop anything off. Really weird. I don't know. It's just like a little bump. Not big, just like a pencil eraser head. That's big. <laughs> what? That's on your ball inside. We're not talking on the skin. No, not. I, it's on the inside. The inside of the skin? No, like on the ball part. Somewhere within that mess. <laughs> I can't. I'm trying to find it right now and I can't. They're all sweaty now. So. You don't like it when I touch myself, so I'm not going to do it. No. So all the cords must be kinked up there. I don't know. We'll anyway, it doesn't hurt. That reminds me, though, there was a listener question not too long ago, in all seriousness. Uh, okay, but wait. That Again, that just it proves my point. You've done way worse things at the doctor. That's not worse. That's uh, self-prevention. Preservation. Uh, this listener commented, uh, she remembers a story you told last year about... Uh, I don't know what was going on with you. You said you had bloody pee. Yeah. And then we don't we didn't find out what happened to you after that. 
Uh, Give me a refresher. Why Why did you bring up you had bloody pee? I don't remember. I just remember I was peeing blood one day when I woke up. No, the wife, uh, my wife uh, saw some bloody urine in the toilet. <laughs> well, you it, just drop it in the toilet and walk away. <laughs> no, it's there's logic behind it. It's because in the middle of the night, if I have to wake up, I'll go to the bathroom, but I won't flush because I don't want to wake my wife up for the uh, toilet flushing. I'll flush it, you know, in the morning when I get out of bed. Mm-hmm. So there's a, there's a bit of blood in there. Mm. Which I didn't notice because the lights weren't on. Yeah, I I do remember this only because of the thumbnail I made. And then I got uh, went to the doctor and um, did the usual. I think I, I peed in a cup or something and got some blood work done, but nothing came out of it, and uh, it just it went away after I don't know three or four days. Well, I think you got off pretty pretty lucky. I have heard stories just that condition. You know, they don't find anything with the blood work or the, the peeing in the cup and all that, so they just keep escalating the the intervention until they find something. Like, you could have been where they put the old scope up, the old uh, UU. Yeah, I wasn't... Uh, he mentioned something about that. I remember I got cringed or something, but that, that was... Uh, that would have been wild. That would have been some great content for the show right there. Who brought that up? A listener. Which one? What? Which one? The listener. What? Why can't you tell me? It. I got an email. Oh. It, why are people talking to you and not me? Well, because you don't uh, respond to comments, uh, emails, or forum posts. Well, because you're very precious nowadays. Just PM me on Twitter. And you won't get back to them. Yes, I do if you PM me. Well, speaking of which, I sent Cousin Luke off his game this week. Yeah. I put... Uh, in the address part, I wrote down Cousin Luke. Hmm. What game was that? For the listeners' sake. Uh, Mario Party 2 for the week? Nope, don't think so. Mario try it again. Dance Party? Nope. So, what was it? Uh, hold on here. Mario? Yeah, you got the Mario part. Yep. Hold on. We don't got time for you to go through all of your unanswered messages. Uh, It was Mario Galaxy 2. That's right, Mario Galaxy 2. Why don't you you let people know why you've dropped off in uh, interaction with people? Let me try and reach out to you. What's going on? Because I've been building a deck. You don't build a deck while you're here at work for 12 no, hours? No, when I'm here at work, I'm watching while well, I'm working. And then when I take a little bit of break, I'm watching, uh, getting caught up on podcasts or videos. Hmm. Why? What uh, What are you going to make up now? <laughs> oh, just uh, I want I want our listeners to still feel the love. So uh, continue. please come on back to our forums. Uh, at cartridgeclub.org in the forum section under STC Pod, and leave us some comments. No, oh, I thought you were asking me to come back to the forum. Yeah, well, that would be nice, but I don't want to. Uh, you, I'll be back. You responded to at least four comments today on YouTube, so that was pretty shocking. So I can't press you any further than that. The yeah. trouble with the forums is I don't know how. I can't understand how it works because. No, that is. I don't like how. The latest one is the first one that you see. It's not. What are you talking about? No. You have to scroll no, down to the bottom. That's right. It's the opposite. You have to go to the latest page to see the latest comment. Yeah. So it should be when you go in there, the latest one is the first thing you see. The new, the newest post is the first thing you see. No, that isn't how conversation works. That's why you can't follow a conversation on Twitter because you only read the very ones that you're uh, tagged in. So you don't understand the conversation that happened before that. You're attacking it the same way. You only want to read the very top uh, comment and you don't get any of the conversation. because 
when, you, when you have the latest one there, there and then you're working down the page, you can see where the conversation has finished and then where it started at. No, this makes no sense. You've tried to convince It's just like how my email is set up. Your email is backwards because I yell at you because all your new email pops up at the bottom of the, the page, which, which I think is ridiculous. No, that's how it should be. But you don't want the forums to work that way. Then... Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. <laughs> you want to ask Siri what you were trying to say? I don't remember now, but I know I just get confused on the forums. That's why I find it. <laughs> get confused on the forums. No. No. You are uh, the Mariah Carey of the Cartridge Club, and uh, as soon as you get bored with something, you kick it to the curb. You don't want to be one of Joe's pets, let me tell you. Hey, my pets are well taken care of. I only have one. Oh, man. Hey, I do want to say I've been playing uh, Mario Kart uh, Mario Kart Double Dash like crazy. I'm loving it. Did we talk about this already? Mm, no, you didn't. Well, you, you talked to me about it already, but... I, I don't know if go we actually recorded it. No, we didn't record it. I said you talked to me about it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we did talk about it on the show. No. If you were, if someone were to take actual decent show notes, I'd know. Well, I'm the only one who does, so as you can see here. I, I'm loving it. I think it's my favorite Mario Kart. But I don't have the Wii U one yet, so I'm still looking for that. Mm. Mm. I'm still trying to sell that Wii that I picked up. Well, yeah, you wanted me to bring up that comment. Um, someone on Kijiji had asked me, uh, does it... What's the warranty on that, on that Nintendo Wii that you're selling? You put up a Wii on Kijiji, oh. and someone responded to you. Can you give me information on the warranty for this Wii? Whereby I politely responded saying, um, yeah, here's the thing. Hello, I am interested. What's that warranty status? Thank you. I said, uh, hi, thanks for your interest in the Wii system. There is no warranty in the Wii as, it been, as it has not been sold in retail for a few years. This item has been tested as shown in one of my pictures and is in good working order. Let me know if you still like it. No reply back. So now I will delete Mr. MK, wherever you are. Mm. I relisted it again tonight. Mind you, it was only on page two, so. What's weird, though, this I'm only asking $25 more than what I sold my my loose one for. And this one, I think, is in way better condition because it's got the box and the instructions. Um, I think actually one or two more accessories, too. Yeah. I might have to move my Wii U to your area because you seem to get more heat on those things. So that'll be the next thing I'll try. And you can sell it for me. For a little bit of uh, nope. vig or cut, nope. scratch, nope. For uh, to get back in my good books, uh, I should always be in your good books. Hey, but one you're, more. You're on the roids lately, so you've one been more cranking. thing I want to uh, bring up. I just finished uh, Enter the Badlands season two. Go check that out. That was the that was the shit. Great show. Well, if you'd watched it with me, we could have watched it together. You got to see a lot of different new sets this year. You know, uh, they went to different places, and uh, all right, don't ruin it for me. Yeah, again, we can't talk about it because you've watched nothing. But seen the first two episodes. Mm. A lot of shows are gonna get caught on. This this whole season was a write-off for some reason. It's really I don't good. Know why. Finished that, and I think both of us finished uh, Designated Survivor, right? Nope. <laughs> I'm still behind on that can't too. Can't talk about that. That was a nice ending. I'm though. surprised you even want to talk about that. Those shows you, you generally uh, make fun of. Yeah, it was the only network show I watched this year. And uh, it had its ups and downs, but I was happy with it. Okay, yeah, I see you all jittery, so that must mean we're about our time. Yep. I'm, uh, I got the Jimmy legs going on. Getting a little bit of hungry. A little bit, yeah, it's been 40 minutes. Um, I should probably start getting this podcast out you got the artwork done yeah 
yeah, I got the artwork done. Okay, guys, thanks again for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed uh, Bill's memoriam on Roger Moore, and uh, and uh, found out and reminisced a little bit more about Benji the dog. And uh, get over to our YouTube and check out those pickup videos. They're uh, coming at you fast and furious, yes. and they're two of the biggest videos I think we've in uh, for quantity well, uh, value. You insist that I spend money. It was so funny because that last one, you thought you had such a great I haul. I did have a fucking great and haul. And when you brought it in, you did have a, I only had a couple things, but then the next day I brought in the real deal. And no, man, you brought in one thing. Totally put you to shame, nope, my friend. Not according totally. to numerous PMs that I've had from people. Numerous PMs. I had numerous PMs where people were just talking about your bulk your bulk finds and then they would actually talk about the gems i was finding what gem you had the wii u and that was it yeah and a ton of triple uh, a titles no triple a titles triple a now they're triple a titles. titles and i even forgot to bring in stuff so watch out for next week you're going to see some uh uh some more cool antique stuff from me oh. uh, a couple cool things well, looks like i'll be winning another week all right guys uh, now you got me saying all right guys i hate that what Your youtuber says that okay guys Hey guys, what guys? What are we gonna say? Should I say folks? Like no, because we're do. not a farmer. Okay, folks, it's for the folks out there. Most of us don't live on a farm, so we can't say folks. All right, sign it off. All right, post and post it, guys. Guys. <laughs>